So welcome everyone to our 10K Loans Ask Us Anything quiz first live stream party this Friday Ooh. afternoon. <laughs> okay, so the Nevers podcast. We're a podcast dedicated to the discussion and dissection of every episode of the upcoming HBO series, The Nevers, from writer-director Joss Whedon. You can download and stream The Nevers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube and more. So please subscribe. Our website is hbothenevers.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at hbothenevers. Please send your comments, questions, and topic suggestions to our email, theneverspodcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, folks, new and improved. Uh, So if you enjoy our content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Benefits include specific, exclusive Nevers podcast merchandise, entry into giveaways, admittance to our VIP Facebook group, access to our exclusive Patreon-only shows such as Dollhouse Awaken, our show where we revisit every episode of Dollhouse with also, sorry, personalized shoutouts and more. So just search for the Nevers podcast Patreon. I'm Kelly, your host on our very first live stream, and joining me are Heather, Tig, and Gina. Ahoy. Hello. Hey. I imagine you're wondering why a live stream other than just to hang out with you people. We figured we've, we're now at 10,000 total downloads for our stream, which I think we can all agree is a pretty awesome milestone. So we figured we'd use that as an excuse to come here, interact with you all, say hi, get to know the amazing people who are watching us, and most importantly, give away a truckload of awesome merch. So I hope you're ready for that. So let's catch up before we get into uh, the nitty gritty. Um, Kelly, we'll start with you since you're our uh, host today. What's been going on with you? (laughs) Well, I've actually been very busy with some extracurricular projects and activities. Um, I've taught a workshop on pet food labels because I'm a vet tech. If folks are joining the live stream, did not know this. I'm a registered vet tech with a specialty in pet nutrition. So I've actually been able to grab a couple of random opportunities during this pandemic. And so I've taught a workshop already. And right now I am gearing up and putting together a presentation on senior cat nutrition, adorable old cat food, (laughs) nutrition information. So that's going to be in October. And I got this other really cool writing opportunity for a pitch for this art book for a very infamous extreme horror film called a Serbian film. So there is a specific scene in that film that uh, a friend of mine uh, and it, Hey, you know, make all the connections you can folks. Cause you don't know where, you know, these connections are going to, going to bring you like all the opportunities you, you can get from just saying, Hey, and making a, fr- you know, a friend request on Facebook and just meeting new people because it brought me to this opportunity to, write a 3,000 word essay for this art book. And I'm hoping that they accept my writing. And so I need to have it done by the end of September. And like, I'm barreling through it. So it was a really cool, interesting, wonderful opportunity. And that's kind of the brief aspect of what I've been up to, but some really cool opportunities have come up and I've just been plugging away on that and having a great time and watching a million horror movies. So (laughs) 
It's great. <laughs> Gina, tell us about the latest developments in your life. It's been some pretty good news lately, eh? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I never thought I'd say this, but here I am. Um, my sister and I were a screenwriting team, and we're also singer-songwriters, but we got our first uh, paid screenwriting gig. And I never thought I'd say that. It's been a long time that we've been trying. And uh, right now, a literary manager is negotiating the deal with the producer. I've always wanted to say that. Um, <gasps> but yeah, it's 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 really cool. I, I'm very happy. And I've also gone back to work. Customer service. Gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. And I dyed my hair. Your hair is amazing, by the way. It is. Your hair is amazing. Point. <laughs> Kelly's eyebrows are amazing. <laughs> Tyke's haircut is amazing. We're just, we're all amazing. We're all amazing. <laughs> we're rocking it. All right, Tyke, what have you been up to? I'm just saying here with serious shelf envy, Heather. That's an amazing collection behind you. That is my whole, like <laughs> Kelly, Kelly has horror. I have horses. So <laughs> these are all, these are all my unpainted sculptures and there's, well, we can't talk about that. People will send me to the insane asylum. <laughs> 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 but, but I've, I've been i've been having some fun actually if, if you look in chat you can see the dragon and the hound yeah. that's what i've been doing recently me and a good friend have started up a youtube channel where we react to tv shows and just sort of overreact to cool things on tv we're watching uh the boys season two at the moment which is giving us plenty to react to that is that's a serious freaking show but we've got plans to expand into uh walking dead's umbrella academy and a load of I mean, there's so much great tv at the moment it's actually harder to find things not to watch right. than to find something to watch i i can't keep up um, i you know i'm still working nine to five and going into the office so that's kind of weird um and it, it kind of feels like it's still like every day's wednesdays you know with the covid thing um but so i'm in denver so we had a 60 degree temperature change last week we went from being 94 one day to 34 the next day during the day this is not day to night like within wow. 24 hours it went from 94 to 34 and it snowed what <laughs> whoa what that sounds the climate change isn't real good times <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and so i you know besides this podcast i ha also have another project which is my model horse podcast i've been collecting into horses real and um you know miniature since i was little like three or four so so yeah <laughs> we're, we're a pretty diverse group aren't we yeah yeah i think so i think so great dynamic i love this <laughs> and we're all awesome like heather said all right <laughs> Uh, let's move on to random factoids about our Nevers podcast. So our most downloaded episode is episode number one. Let's talk about Joss Whedon's The Nevers. Great episode, if I say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> Second most downloaded episode is episode two, Hopes versus Expectations and Confirmed Crew Members. Another fun one. Our least popular downloaded episode, Sad Face is they're coming in 2021 wherein we lament over the fact that we have to wait until 2021 for the premiere of the nevers um, that was nobody, a really sad episode that whole nobody. thing was just me and dennis crying for 10 minutes like I'm not, i want to apologize formally to everyone for that episode because yeah we really tried to spin it into a positive we were just like yeah freaking 2021 
it's going to be a long wait. And if, if we'd known how long 2020 was going to be, it would have been even right, worse. Right. Nobody needs that negativity, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Now looking back at it, I'm like, ooh, 2021, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another factoid, when we posted to the Nevers Facebook page that we were looking for hosts, we received over 50 applications. What? I know. When I wow. heard that, I was like, oh. I thought, you know, wow. okay, he got you know, five or six, and he got to pick three out of that. Nope. <laughs> That's amazing. Bitty. Exception of Tyke, those with previous podcast, wow, podcasting experience, pretty sure I've been in a podcast, uh, got the job. Um, that's insane, Tyke. Like, we, I don't know why I'm wow. from the beginning, but here we are. <laughs> and I, love I, ne- I never would have gotten in that way. There's no way. <laughs> I'm, a 50 year old, I'm a 50 year old, you know, fat chick with a model horse podcast. Irony. <laughs> I would hire you in 0.5 seconds. Um, Mez and Black is a great podcast. If you just sent a couple episodes of that, he would have got you in like that. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly and Heather are amazing. Um, and last random factoid we have two unreleased episodes. One is actually the third ever recorded episode, recorded in between looking for new co hosts with myself and Tig discussing confirmed crew members. Agree with Tig, that is amazing. Yes. Um, the <laughs> other is our interview with artist Georges Gentry, my wonderful friend. Um, a great interview conducted by myself. I did not write that. Um, <laughs> both episodes will be released eventually. So stay tuned for that. So we asked our listeners what their favorite episodes uh, and moments were. And um, some of the responses were really great. Uh, someone said, oh, blush. Anytime Heather was a guest until she became a host. Does that mean they don't like me now? She brought now the every episode is their favorite. <laughs> She brought the added dimension that we needed and she's walking encyclopedia when it comes to Buffy. I think oh that's true unless you put me next to Will and then I look like a right, yeah. right amateur. <laughs> I do everything. It's Spoiler right. warning, Will's probably going to win the quiz. I, yeah, what I, what I, what I, all I want to say to Will is waffles. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. Uh, the uh, Tamo Pennekent interview because the facts that he was putting out there, as Heather said, I could listen to him talk about anything and get educated. Um, another comment: the announcements concerning the cast and crew for the numbers. Um, and finally, the episode with Ruth Goodman. Again, another informative episode where we all dig deeper into what was going on in the Victorian area er, area era and how it could relate to the show. Great comments, y'all. Yeah, those are great some really great episodes. I would have to, I would agree with all of those. I would also throw in the uh, Dennis O'Hare interview just because he was the coolest guy I've ever met. Yeah, He's so yeah. nice. I still wish that happened. So, all the interviews, you guys, like, I feel like I'm the interview jinx because since I've been here, we've only gotten Ruth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was an amazing interview. We're definitely winning on quality, if not quantity. Yeah, so I would say so. So, do you know what connects three of the four people currently on screen? We're all wearing dead good tees. Shame looking at Kelly. <laughs> Which raises the question, who exactly are dead good tees? They're lost souls. A group of frustrated designers, web geeks, and aficionados of the sci-fi and horror genre who've struggled to find t-shirt designs to enrich their souls. So they stole ours. I mean, they made their own. Our sponsor is Dead Good Tees, a UK-based t-shirt company 
that produces amazing sci-fi and horror t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs, all that fans request. They draw inspiration from all things horror and sci-fi, dead good tees, features, designs, covering everything from jack-o'-lanterns to the amazing Shaun of the Dead, from classic universal monsters to basically anything you ask for. Each movie design is an homage, some obvious, some slightly obscure, but all are freaking amazing. Dead good tees ship worldwide, so no matter where you're located, they've got you covered. Literally. That's deadgoodtees.co.uk. They also make amazing masks, which I, I've got for, and I've just thought I wore more yesterday. Brilliant mask. Absolutely five-star recommend. And now we're going to get into our live stream quiz. So, quiz. folks, we have... You have 20 seconds. How I guess how however our leg is doing, if it's not too bad, we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but about 20 seconds uh, yeah, to answer. Whoever pops up in our comments first, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're really sorry. I have done like online like trivia quizzes over the pandemic, and sometimes I've been frustrated. I was like, I answered first, but like, uh, you know, they saw somebody else first for whatever reason, you know, so... <laughs> So we'll try our best to be as fair as possible. But we have questions from Dollhouse, Buffy, Angel, Firefly. Uh, yeah, so you have 20 seconds to answer. Each question is worth two points. And the first to hit a score of 20 takes the first prize. And then those are the second and third highest scores. After our first place winner is declared, we'll name your second and third place winner. So this is what you get. So our first place winner gets a T-shirt of their choice, either the Nevers, the Nevers podcast, or the Nevers, they're coming. The Nevers podcast mug, a mouse pad, stickers of two sizes, business cards, a metal business card holder, and the Nevers podcast bookmark. So a whole bunch of our brand swag. Awesome. Second place, you get a mouse pad, bookmarks, business cards, and stickers. Again, all of the Nevers podcast. Our third place winner gets the Nevers podcast business cards, stickers, and bookmarks. And you got to let us know. Um, I guess you could email us over at the, the Nevers podcast at gmail.com with your name, your mailing address. So winners will touch base at the end of this. But uh, yes. So if everybody's ready. <laughs> One of my friends just walked into the room. So I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Everybody say hi to your friends. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. And I think Jess from my other podcast, I spin your podcast, did show up for a moment. I know we're 2 p.m. here Eastern time, like mid-workday. I'm currently not working, which is why I can stay, which is really cool in a lot I'm of on, ways. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on a really long lunch break. Yes. <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, so if everybody is ready... We'll start asking the question. So we're going to go back and forth between all the shows and different things. So I'm going to start off with one. We're going to do one random question to start. Okay. <clears throat> In a previous episode of the podcast, we shared two names that we considered naming our podcast before settling on the Nevers podcast. What were they? That's a good question. Great question. Because I didn't know do, the answer. Do, 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 do. Hey Jess, thanks for showing Ten up. Seconds remaining. <laughs> and I'm keeping score. Three, two, one. Pens down. 
<laughs> okay, so before we settled on the name of the Nevers podcast, uh, uh, we thought, uh, we have an answer. Ooh, oh, one of the answers anyway. Yes. So that's half that right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would give it to her. But yes, it's yep. the Nevers more or the Nevers cast. <laughs> Precious gets it. Ding, ding, ding. That's all right. We're very forgiving. Also, as we know, the Nevers cast was already ended up being a thing and then wasn't a thing, sadly. <laughs> Who did it was that? a thing and then not a thing, Heather. <laughs> it's your fault that it's not a thing. Matt's all right. Fault. <laughs> the Nevers cast is a really great name. So that it was. Is, yeah. All right, let's move on. Great to minds a... think alike. Okay, we're going to next go to a Buffy question. All right, that's me. I'm Buffy Girl. Uh, true or false? Sarah auditioned for the role of Cordelia and Charisma Carpenter auditioned for Buffy and uh, Joss ended up uh, casting them opposite. True or true false? True or false? Ah, there we go. Three, Ruby. two, one, boosh. True. Ah, that's Rubes, <laughs> aka the dragon. It is, it, 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 that is true. So, yes. Points to Ex- Rubina. All right, next we're going to do a Firefly question, and that's me. <clears throat> okay. Ooh, it's going to be a tough one. All you brown coats out there. Hopefully not as tough as that last on. one. <laughs> From the episode, The Train Job, at the start of the episode, Mal, Zoe, and Jane are having drinks at the Alliance Friendly Bar. The trouble starts when a patron wants to drink on the anniversary of which day? Ooh. I know this one. Oh, no, yeah, 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 no. That, that took me a second, but I got it. Three, Get out of here, Josh. two, Get one. On here. Somebody, surely somebody knows this. This is not that hard. As I insult our audience. Ah, come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Chris, cr- crazy Chris. Oh, nope, you're right. The comments just oh, went yep. at. Yeah, uh, we. Crazy Chris got it. You Sorry, were guys. all the answers right at the same time, so they all they kind of just shot up. So, but, so, yeah. I believe crazy, crazy crispy. Yep. Yes. We'll take unification day. If you folks remember, um, so Mal and Zoe were fighting, as we know, Mal and Zoe were fighting against the Alliance in the war. So they don't really take it too lightly. If you toast the Alliance. Plus so, Mal just wants to pick a fight on unification day. Uh, yeah. Just a bar fight. Take off your jacket, pull down the suspenders. <laughs> okay. We're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> just to keep it historically accurate. They ended up losing the fight on unity day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so let's go to a dollhouse question. Um, from season yeah. one, episode six, Man on the Street, my favorite. That's why you oh. gave it to me. How many flowers are in the vase? Ooh. And for, oh. for a bonus point, what color is the third flower? You probably should have That's changed like the way that question was phrased. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> well, get the, the the flower color right and it's all good. Three... Two, one, buzzor. Buzzori. We literally gave you the answer in the question. Maybe, maybe they didn't hear her. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even notice either. Yeah, and I, I actually said it. All oh, right, yes, Josh got the color right, so. Yeah, I think we, Wait. Ayush? Yeah, sorry, I, I probably pronounced that incorrectly, but I think Ayush oh. got the number correct, and then Josh nailed the color. All right, they go both get points. Yar. 
Sorry about that, y'all. Bonus points, fools. <laughs> okay, next we're going to go to an angel question. Gina. You know, I am here. <laughs> <laughs> That's <All right>. okay. <laughs> oh, I actually love this question because it's one of my favorite parts in the show. From Blind Date in season one, Wolfram and Hart had a shaman in the building who could detect if a vampire crossed the threshold. Angel explained that this would not be a problem. What? How did he plan? <laughs> How did he plan to bypass this security feature? I was literally about to answer the question. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I know. I know. Wait, I do too. <laughs> This one took me a second, then and then when I remembered the scene, I was like, "Of course, how could I forget that?" Right. Um, I remember the scene. Three, but... two, one. All right. Now we got to wait another twenty seconds. Yeah. At least, yeah. <laughs> Little anecdote. We've got about a minute's worth of lag here. Oh no. We, we should think of something to kill the time in between. Like we have like a small little anecdote about the question because we all love talking and we all have opinions. So I will say that I'm re on my rewatch of Angel and I'm now starting season five. Oh. And oh Beans has nailed it. All right. Yeah, oh, I what? saw Christina first, but crazy Chris. She's first yeah. in the feed. Yeah, because it's yep. it's not just us that's lagging, the chat is lagging quite badly too. Yeah, sorry, folks, but I hope everybody's still having a good time. Anyways, I'm rewatching Alien. Hot damn, that show is just so good. Mm-hmm. For all us UK bound people, as of this Monday, all of Angel will be up to watch on all four, or anyone with a VPN that can access all four through a brown coat means. <laughs> Next up is going to be a Buffy question, Heather. Ooh, ooh. Buffy. A lot of those. Yeah, there are a lot of those. Okay. Um, how many names does Principal Flutie go through before finally getting Buffy's name correct? Oh, that's a good question. I love Principal Flutie. He's just like season the most boring guy. Question. Still don't have a correct answer. Do we know? I know. Because <laughs> the answer is the there. script. <laughs> But not off the uh, off the cuff. I wouldn't have known that. No, but, when I was looking through the questions, I was like, "Damn, that one's that's a little bit tricky." I wouldn't have got that. Obscure. All right, let's move on. Let's we don't have it. a correct answer. Yeah. How about we do another Buffy question? Because they we are the mass majority of our questions are Buffy, and who doesn't? Oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait. Why don't we split those up, you guys? Because I don't have to do all of them. There, there oh. is yes. Oh, finally. I think yeah, Rube's just got it. All right. All right. We had multiple guesses of three and multiple guesses of five, hmm. and it was four. And I believe, <laughs> I think, if you just give me two seconds. And I was going, yeah, okay. ignore so me. The, so the names were Bunny, Betty, Bambi, and Wilma. So yeah, around the clock got one right. Amazing. That's all right. I can do a Buffy question. Go for it. Who was the very first Whedonverse character that we're introduced to? The first scene of Welcome to the Hellmouth, episode one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who is it? That's a great freaking question. <laughs> one of my all-time favorite characters. As, Kel- as Kelly totally gives it away. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Honestly, I actually should just not talk. <laughs> 
Hey, I gave away my whole question. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And nobody noticed. (laughs) I didn't. Yes. Nope. Just got it. Shocker. Yeah, she did. Collusion. As a side note, I'm going to segue slightly into the latest, I guess one of our last episodes, it's Monstrous Women Part 2, where we talk about Drusilla, Darla, Harmony, and Anya. So please go listen to that episode. We're very proud of it. It was really fun to do. And we have some amazing women on this podcast and on other podcasts. That's Jessica. (laughs) All right. How about we go... Episode. Down to Tyg, what do you got? You got the Nevers. Nevers. Okay. Main event. Okay. Yeah. There was a bidding war for the Nevers between HBO and one other major network. What was the network? Precious. Lag. Yeah, lag withstanding. I believe we have an answer. Woohoo, Precious. Okay. I'm going to go to Firefly. All right, so from the pilot episode called Firefly, we start the series with a violent battlefield scene, during of which two of the main characters are introduced. This violent arena is known as the Battle of Blank. This should oh, Firefly. This should have been the pilot, by the way, not the train job. Yeah, I know. This, was suppo- oh. this was supposed to be the pilot, actually. I know. This is- like, just jumping into the train job, you're like, what is even the show? What are these characters? Who? Why do I care? Ob- so objectively, dumb. like, I loved all of Firefly, but even if you look at it in its whole, I still think uh, of all the episodes, the train job's the weakest. Yeah, I agree. I always forget that the train job is an episode. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know it, but like, I, oh, whatever. I think we have another winner. Yep. Yeah. Nice one, Rubes. Rubes. Excellent. Yeah. So Excellent. It, that leads to one of my all-time favorite lines, possibly in the entirety of the Whedon verse. It's in later on when they when they get captured again by the Alliance. And they're looking at the So you named your uh you named your ship after a battle you're in the wrong side of. It's like, well, it's the losing side, still not sure it was the wrong one. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Suck it. So good. So good. <laughs> uh okay, let's go back to the Nevers. Tig. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just sitting here and dwelling on how amazing that line is. Okay. <laughs> ah, okay. Which Whedonverse actor has been cast to appear in The Nevers? Who could it be? Which freaking legend who makes every scene therein awesome is cast in The Nevers? <laughs> and so that's sh- technically everyone? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Whedonverse definitely has one of the strongest combined casts. <sighs> Here we go. What you got seems for us? Be... Yep, seems to be the one. Ash, well done. All right. Ooh. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Yeesh. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you guys it's are the, great. the freaking amazing Olivia Williams, whose name I can never quite pronounce correctly. And yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to see what she can do she with the mad. character of Lavinia Bidlow. Lavinia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Hello>, Mr. Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to jump to a Nevers podcast, a Nevers crew question. Um, <laughs> I forgot we had And this one. is 
Well, this is related to me, folks. So in one of our earlier episodes, I shared that I was enjoying Netflix, The Dark Crystal Show, Mm, due for a rewatch. But I took serious issue with one thing in the series. What did I find hard to swallow? (laughs) I was going to say, this particular moment is one of my... All-time favorite podcast moments. So I'm quite glad this made a question. Kelly with the share mouth, like. (laughs) Oh, I think we have an answer. Those freaking CGI tongues. CGI tongues. It kind of just takes me out of it. It just took me out of it. I was like, why is this CGI? What is happening? They weren't any better in the first one with the puppets. It was still pretty gross. (laughs) It's not even that they were gross. It's just that it just looked so cheap. It looks so cheap, and I'd rather you just have puppet tongues. That's it. I could go on. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. Just have puppet tongues, man. Of the animatronics in that show was so good. I don't understand why they didn't just. I know. Make I a normal know. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Anyways, let's go down to another Buffy question. Take it away, Heather. Uh, let's see. From fear itself, what was Giles wearing when Buffy went to see him Ooh. at his apartment? Oh, I love the <laughs> Halloween episode. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a Halloween episode, so that's a hint. Oh, oh my god! Honestly, every Halloween I watch the Halloween episodes. Well, I guess technically there's really only two, but I love them. They're so freaking fun. Two quality Who's episodes. Who's the little fear demon? Who's the nasty oh, little fear demon? And he's <laughs> <laughs> like. He's like, Xander, stop taunting the, the demon. He's like, well, what is he going to do oh. to me? It's something. Sombrero. We have an answer. Yes. Uh, Gina, we're going to take it to Angel. All right. Another one of my favorite episodes. Oops. Anyway, who said the following? Remember when I said that I loved this dimension and I'm never, never, never going to leave? Well, exactly which never did you not understand? Who said this? <laughs> oh. I thought that one, like that one. There's only one character that speaks like that in the right. show. Yeah, so, yeah, very true, very true. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm going to give everything away, so I can't talk too much about these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give them all away because I love this character so much. Thank you, Peter, uh, for joining as well. You're amazing. I'm I hope so everybody's having fun. Yeah, thanks for joining us. The turnout is just like beyond my expectations. And so I'm I'm so excited nope. about this. I think we have oh. Oh, we've got yeah, it looks like what do you it. see, Heather? Ayush. Excellent. Okay, let's take it to the Nevers, Tig. Oh. Better say uh, it's agreeing with uh, two ton twenty one there. Rest in peace, Andy Hallett, you absolute oh, legend. Yes. Singing with the angels now. It sounds a little bit easy, but I figure it's a great one. So, yeah. Where is the bulk of the Nevers being filmed? There's not really enough about the Nevers to fill out questions, so we need a few. The next one's really difficult, so I'm, I'm easing you all in, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> In case you all haven't figured it out, Tyg's the pervert. <laughs> um, and yet I'm the only one not screaming for a first cast. <laughs> oh, I think Beans is the winner. Beans! Wait, where? Oh. oh. She's disappeared. 
No, actually, wow. It's jumping around like a mad thing. Oh, I know. I think Ayo should win again. That was, best, I folks. swear Christina was the first one I saw pop up and then they yeah. all popped up. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice I think thing. it's because she's posting from Facebook while the others are posting from YouTube, so it's a bit tricky. Uh, mm. Also, <laughs> Toronto, I wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish. There was yeah. a side note. There was a question earlier that um, somebody was asking uh, where we're all from. So Toronto. London, which is yeah, why I like that question. L.A. Um, I'm in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Speaking of the Nevers crew, I'm going to do another question. So Gina, this is about Gina. Gina and her twin sister are both singer songs and have recorded and released an album together. What is the name of their group? Should we forgive their spelling of it? I don't know, Gina. Yes. I don't yes. know. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> There's a band named that in the eighties, so then we had to oh, miss it. Oh, is that is that the reason for yeah. the There's also a spoof <laughs> band with that uses the name in it too on SNL. Oh really? Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, we get I think not only do we have a correct answer, I believe it's even spelt correctly, which is Rachel, I feel like you one. should get a bonus point. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Harkness got it right. There's a very so nice in like the 2000s they did a takeoff on Destiny's Child on SNL and it was called Gemini's Twin. Oh, but it was three people because it's SNL, <laughs> right? Of course. All right, let's go to Buffy. Uh, Josh planned to resurrect a dead character in Buffy. What character was it, and how did he plan to resurrect them? Mm. Wow. This is an interesting question because there's a side note to it, but I'll talk about it after we get an answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, who got that first? Rubes? It yeah, seems to be. So technically, uh, Josh said this, which is right, but not for this particular question. <laughs> um, so uh, Tara is right. Josh pa- planned to bring her back at the season, uh, the end of season seven. His plan was to write an episode where Buffy was granted one wish with no restrictions. After racking her brain over it, she finally decided she would bring Tara back. You can view the video of Josh sharing his plan on YouTube. There's um, a link to it, and it will be in the show notes to hear Josh discussing it. Uh, besides that, Tara was also discussed to come back instead of Cassie, appearing as Tara as the first. Mm-hmm. Amber Benson did not want to do it because she felt like it would tarnish her character, Tara's character. She didn't want to go I, out on that note. So like that. I yeah. thought that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing, though. What a gut gut punch! But yeah, so I'm kind of torn because while I think that would have been like for dramatic reasons, that would have been amazing. I'm quite glad they didn't because it would have been a bit sad at the same time. Yeah, I, I yeah. have hated. See Tara be like evil, and that's like the last manipulative. Yeah, I yeah, still get sure. creeped out over the 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 transition, how Cassie oh, turns oh, inside oh. out at the end, and you know blips out of existence. Like, Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that was pretty wrong. All right, <laughs> let's so jump. We have, to- we have oh. um two two people that are almost halfway to be. Oh, uh, let's go to Angel. What is the episode title in season five of the episode where Angel and Spike finally have a face off? It's my favorite episode, so I'm biased. Yeah, 
good good pick. Nice. Pretty mean, nice. but good pick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. It's like 13 seasons of like a world was like leading up to that. 13 seasons of sexual tension. <laughs> oh my goodness. Two. I can't Two. imagine how much slash got written over that. Mm. <laughs> yes. Nope. Yes. Oh. Rachel. Captain Harkness nailed it. I feel like Rachel, we might have all seen that together with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to go back to the Nevers. No, I was just scrolling up for the question there. Okay, because you're right. I went easy on you last time, so I'm going to be a bit... The answer is destiny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Going to be a bit more difficult this time. Are there any other Whedonverse veterans besides Olivia Williams working on the Nevers? I mean, there are, but who are they and where are they working? Yeah, it doesn't just have to be actors. If that didn't give it away, I don't know what else was. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, we've already, we've already discovered there's only old, old one Whedonverse actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I nearly read this one out before the one about Olivia Williams, which would have completely given it away. <laughs> I caught myself just in time and sort of questions. Yeah, gonna be. Oh, oh. I think Ayush just got it. Uh, that's one of them. Are we? Oh, do we only need one, or do we need more than one? Uh, one's fine. It's a bit harsh okay. to get both. Jameson is correct. Marty Knoxon is not. Yeah. She should... But the other one um, is Douglas Petrie, which yes. Crazy Chris just said. Give them both points. Uh, yeah. Points for everyone. <laughs> points for you, you, and you. We're running uh, out of questions anyway, so yeah, it's just all yeah. right. Now, we still got 3,000 Buffy questions, though, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're going to be here all night. <laughs> Okay, we'll go back to Firefly. Our last Firefly question, folks. From the episode War Stories, when River picks up the gun, how many shots does she take at Niska's men? Also, you guys, let us know. I know that the chat's lagging. We're getting different times on the comments, but let us know um, either in the comments or post-show at um, uh, the never uh, podcast at gmail.com suggestions about improving, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The live yeah, stream. Sure. This is like this first time we've ever done it. So mm. three is correct. Yes. She simply whispered to herself, closed her eyes, took three shots and said, no power in the verse can stop me. Yes. Oh, I was expecting a few incorrect answers on that one. I'm quite glad that everyone just. <laughs> All right. How about a Buffy question? From Earshot season three. Why was Buffy patting her hair dry during the pep rally? Oh, we got it. GTD. Yay. Nice. Nice. Well done. Got that obscure question. All right. I'm going to do another uh, Buffy question. Oh, yeah. So yes. the answer was checking for horns. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another Buffy question um, from season seven, the episode Lessons. What are the very first three words said in this episode? I love this sequence so, so much. I, I'm so thrilled they could get everybody to come back and do it. You know what yeah. I mean? I remember back when I was first watching Buffy as it aired, it was on at like six o'clock, so they'd cut quite a lot out. And then I was, I was at high school talking to some random person. I can't even remember who it was, but they were like, oh, you know, there's, a, there's like an uncut version that airs later on. 
and it was like entering a whole new world. I couldn't believe how many jokes Ooh. they'd had to cut out to get really? it to air at six o'clock. Wow. This is six o'clock on the BBC. It's like it's our, yeah, on our, on, on oh, our like wow. national sort of TV channel. It's run by the freaking Queen. That they weren't allowed to swear at all, or any kind of dirty joke was cut. Like a lot of the violence was cut, which wow, yeah. Like they were the, the early episodes were really bad. It was you had to hit the eleven o'clock one. Post Watershed Buffy was the where it's at. <laughs> all I know is we used to travel um, every two years to London to go to a big trade show that would happen on the east side, and I got to stay in the Sherlock Holmes hotel, like downtown, it was really cool. It had this great view of um, all these, you know, these historic neighborhoods. It was super close to Piccadilly. And so I turn on the TV and it's six o'clock at night and there's horse sports on, there's like cross country at, at Burley. And I was like, I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> you had That's me to be. We only do well at sports where you're sitting down. Riding, horses, rowing, we nail those sports. <laughs> Anything that involves standing up where you can't play it, drinking tea, we're out. <laughs> All right, I don't All right, I think we're going to call it. A couple of more seconds, yeah, folks. So. We're going to call it. Three, two, one. Okay. Ooh, we've stumped you all. It's about power. Yeah, they go right back to the beginning. It starts with the master. They go through all the big... Uh, the big bads through every single season. And it, and, you know, yep. it's, it's, you know, it's not about this. It's not about the, you know, the, I can't remember the whole speech, but the yeah. last thing that comes out of Buffy's mouth as she trans, she's the character that transitions as the first, she says, it's about power. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. so good. Right. Yeah, so good. Let's go back to the nevers. This, yeah, this is our last nevers question for the evening, but it's a good one. Prior to winning the role of Amalia True in The Nevers, series lead Laura Donnelly had appeared in several television projects. Name at least one of her previous works on television. There's one quite big one that I'm pretty sure will be the first to get. Well, I haven't seen like four of these. (laughs) I feel a bit bad. I haven't seen any of them. I want to watch them then. Because I also wanted to watch that first one, the, the, the big one that everyone knows. That, that one, because... yeah, I've seen that one. That one's That's the obvious one, I would think. Yeah, because um, I love the soundtrack because it's my boy Bear. Yep. yep. So... Bingo. Well, I think we got her. So I actually must have seen her for the first time in Hex because I watched Hex, but I don't remember her. It may have been a bit role. Hex was a long, but... like, Hex is like 15 years from, you know, ago or something. That's where wow. Michael Fassbender started was Hex. Oh, but um i've (laughs) recently started watching preacher and in series two uh pip torrens who will soon be getting to know and probably loathe as lord Lord maston shows up and i've got to say if if he's half as good in the nevers as he is in preacher he's probably going to be my favorite character he is just like drippingly insanely evil it's brilliant drippingly good word drippingly evil (laughs) you gotta watch out for those bald guys man you do (laughs) jess says i remember hex yeah what i don't even know what this is jess you remember hex Hex, so so buffy was off the air and hex was on british television and it was touted as the new buffy except with witches 
you know, and okay. the blonde heroin and all this kind Makes of stuff. Sense. It had a really great cast, but it, you know, it started out strong and then it just, uh, but like so many British shows. <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, not bitter. I'm not bitter. It's fine. So it seems Jess actually is a big British t- British TV show fan, which I've only learned after being Ooh. friends with her for 20 years. So there's that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so of course she knows. <laughs> okay. I'm going to segue into the last uh, crew question. In a recent episode, Tig mentioned that he was using a blank to record his audio for the first couple of episodes of the Nevers podcast. What was he using? I, I still can't believe that actually we, we, we published episodes recorded on this particular item. <laughs> a Dixie cup and a string. That would be preferable. Wait, I remember Matt being so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this sounds terrible. Like, you need to get a mic. Uh, we're put upon Matt and his talent. Yeah, we've we put him through a lot over the course of this past year. He's been a trooper. Really is. I mean, we all every podcast has to start somewhere, and it's almost always pretty rough. And you just get better and better. Right? Like, it's such a work in progress. It really is. It is. I mean, yeah. we've had our podcast. I know you've had yours for two years, Kel. Here, here we go. Yep. Is it? Rubes, shockingly, right. yeah. There we go. Ooh, Sorry, okay. guys. I keep clicking on the wrong ones because they keep skittering around on me. It Just- was an iPad Mini 4, and it was terrible. And I still have it and use it all the time, but never, <laughs> ever to record. Jackie had one of those clip-on little plastic Logitech mics, and she sounded like she was, you know talking through a, a freaking, you know, pasta <laughs> machine. Sifter. It was terrible. It was almost that bad. All right. Yeah. I'll just bring some drama into this quiz. Right now, Precious and Rubina are tied. Ooh, with how many lost. points? 10 points each. Wow. Well, we have only a handful of Buffy questions left. This is for the crown, okay. you guys. okay so i'll start off with the next buffy question from the episode in season one called out of mind i think it's out of sight out of mind um how did buffy know that the invisible person was female crazy chris is incredibly close i was gonna say it's close like yeah yeah you're in the right sense oh we got another cry oh there we go. Excellent. Yes. Oosh. She left. Uh, so from I was made to love you, true or false. Buffy had a date with Ben and she canceled it. Oh, we have lots of answers. I think Rubina is the first one in my feed. You guys confirm? Yes. Confirming. Okay. So did that break the tie? Yeah, that did break the tie. So she is the only one that can win the last, we just want to do the last question for hell of it. Yeah, let's do it. Might as well. We've come this far. Yeah. Who wants to read it? I read the last one. Oh, I'll do it. All right. Oh, from seeing red. God. One of my favorite episodes, even though it's horrible from seeing red season six, what was Anya doing the first time we saw her in this episode? And yeah, I say actually Rube makes a great point there. 
the only reason for Ben to exist. Literally the only good thing he does in the whole show <laughs> is die at Giles's hand in quite possibly the best scene of I, that episode. I always feel um, bad for Ben. He was in such a terrible situation. And he was a pawn. He yeah. I mean, I, I would not take back Giles putting an end to him, but I totally understood where he was coming from. Oh, yeah. And just like talking about how you know, Buffy can't do it because she's a hero. Like, but I'm not. Ooh. Ooh. So good. All right. We don't have an answer. Let's move on. Let's move on. Well, let's tell them the answer. Nah. <laughs> nah. Was, that doesn't cost the episode to find she out. She was attempting to get vengeance. She was trying to talk in, somebody into the bar into making a wish. All right. Okay, Gina, let's tally it up and tell the folks first, second, and third place. Third. Oh, man. (laughs) All of you are amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for participating, and you guys are smart, and I wouldn't have gotten one answer right. So all of you are winners. Uh, (laughs) um, All right. First place, and it was very close. Rubina... Woo! Go Rubes. How do you say the last name? Chowdhury? 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 It was very, very, very close. In second place, Precious. Well done. One of our our absolute OG. I I believe she was actually the very first patron of our podcast. The OG patron fan goddess Precious. She's amazing. And then in third place, and I'm sorry if I pronounce names incorrectly, Ayush. Yay! Excellent! Woo-hoo! So again, thank you guys. Everyone was amazing. Thank you guys so much for participating in this section. All of you are winners. Yeah. And <laughs> I wish I could give a prize to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, Lisa, it is absolutely time for you to rewatch Buffy. <laughs> it's yeah. always, that it's is always also time. awful. If you happen Lisa, to be in England. So I don't know if you guys have uh, heard me talk about the Goners crew that was all met when we were following a film that Joss never made, which was Goners. I think we talked about it at one point on this show. Um, so Lisa was one of my compatriots on that board, as, along with uh, Josh and um, Lioness, who follows us on Twitter. So. All right. And so as a reminder, folks, those three people, please email us your name and full address and everything so we can send you our stuff. I'm pretty sure we still, we already have Precious's address from the uh, Patreon stuff. (laughs) Right. We know where you live. (laughs) We're coming for you, Precious. Around the clock and everyone else uh, participating. I feel like, I feel like Matthew gives away prizes kind of randomly sometimes. So please keep an eye on our social media channels. Yeah, Just follow us and be friendly with us. We're mainly friendly to you. (laughs) <laughs> not always but mostly <laughs> okay right. so this next mini segment is one that we've been <laughs> laughing about and joking about actually creating and it's going to be a thing we just have to envision it and put it in place but maybe this is the official first segment of something we are calling the thirst cast so nom, 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 this nom, is nom. where we talk about <laughs> the lovely, beautiful people of the weeded verse. So how I wanted to situate today is let's choose one character from an episode where you just thought that they were stunning. 
And so I'm going to go first. Um, and so I recently watched Bewitched, Be- Bewildered, and B- Bothered. Is that the right? Bewitched, be wa- Bothered, Bewitched, Bewildered? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. And Sarah Michelle Gellar, when she has been bewitched, trying to seduce a- uh, Xander, I almost said Angel. <laughs> almost said Angel. So trying to seduce Xander, and she is wearing black high heels with a black little mini trench coat wowzers not not normally what i'm into like she has very bleached blonde hair and very tanned but it was like the bleach with like smoky eyes and the black and she was very seductive and i would i applaud xander Applaud him. (laughs) Applaud him. (laughs) Xander points. Is that what just happened? That's one Xander point. That's amazing. I love that. (laughs) But holy moly, Michelle Geller. Like when Buffy like just kind of brings her guard down a little bit, she's very sultry and she's very alluring. And I love seeing that. (laughs) Um, I could go next. This is a really obvious answer. I'm sorry. But (laughs) God, and it's hard to choose one. When I first saw season two, the episode called Innocence, and Angel was all of a sudden evil. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Are you (laughs) kidding me? Like, okay, I I wasn't the biggest fan of Angel yet. I thought he was really interesting, but I I always felt like there was something missing. And then that episode happened. I'm like, yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of my favorites, and he's also very sexy. Like, something about guys being sexy, I feel like it doesn't happen enough in television and films and music and in almost anything, to be honest. So, like, his these leather pants and, like, the way he walks around and his confidence. And, like, don't get me started about him, Andrew Silla, and Spike and that, like, little... <laughs> that triad of perfection. Yes. Gee, like yes the hottest thing that's okay that's my- so david boreanaz he gets paler as angelus eyeliner Whoa. eyeliner season two had vampires and eyeliner spike was is often wearing eyeliner angelus is wearing eyeliner a brief note about that is re-watching angel so briefly in season four angelus comes back but because they don't play up that that vampiric nature of him the evil nature of him he just looks like angel being a dick and so whereas in Buffy they like there's more leather he's pale he's got the eyeliner it's like a whole complete behavior and demeanor change and like I really like Angelus way better in Buffy than with with Angel but he is hot Tig (laughs) see it's it's tough to narrow down because I have two main choices but because she is my number one wife, I have to I have to bring it up. Waiting in the wings. Great episode. Everyone everyone gets dolled up in a great episode. And like the, the Cody walks in and he's like, oh, she's so hot. And like, yeah, and then, then everyone gets together and you're like, how amazing does Fred look in that episode? Like, seriously. She's always adorable. Like she, you know, she has she kind of dresses a bit like a teenager because she lost her teenage years in Pylea. But when you see her kind of finally become an adult, and it's like Oh damn! Like she, she's. We knew she was cute, but she's fucking hot too. Like she can do both, and she's smart. I mean, what more can you need, really? 
Yeah, Agreed. something about like fancy get up and fancy dress like gets me, man. So yeah. I, I'm right there with you. Heather? So, I mean, I think this is unquestionably the hottest moment in Buffy ever when Buffy is possessed by, uh, by Faith, actually. They've switched bodies. She goes and oh. finds Spike, throws him up against the wall and tells him she could ride him. <gasps> I don't even know if I can say this with a straight face. She could ride him in a gallop till his knees buckled and squeeze him like warm champagne <laughs> until he popped and then told him... what. <laughs> She wouldn't do it because it was wrong. wrong. <laughs> and I just sat there like, <laughs> like when Sarah gets to be the seductress, she is amazing. And that whole show was a masterclass on Sarah channeling Eliza, the whole mirror scene. But that scene with Spike was just like, holy yeah. crap. How is this not, you know, on late night television? It was so hot. So, it really so, so was. hot. And Sarah should wear her hair in that like big poofy crimpy way all the time. I love the hair and she just, oh, I loved it. I mean, there are lots of really sexy moments in Buffy, but that just was so, just so forthright, just in your face with it. Right. A hundred percent. What are, what is our chat talking? What are they saying here? I I, Uh, got a special place for a moment. So yeah. Rubina, I completely agree. I love Angel and Spike. It is very hard for me to choose. I personally am not a Spuffy person. Nothing against them, though. I do like them in season seven. But I, Angel and Spike are like... (laughs) (laughs) I I actually have a tattoo on my foot. And it's the Angel Investigations logo with a spike going through its heart. Because I love them. We're going to bring this back. It's going to be a thing. we got to figure out how, but... If you are a patron supporter, a Patreon, a patron in Patreon, um, we definitely dive into this during Dollhouse Awakens because, well, holy moly, that (laughs) show is full of beautiful, beautiful people. (laughs) So we've got some email submissions, but we'd love to hear from you guys. So if you have questions for us, post them in the comments and we'll, uh, we'll attempt to answer them. Okay, first email submission is from friend of the podcast, Precious, and trivia second place winner uh, is question for Gina. You and your sister have a band. Is it possible uh, for you to sing a little something here for us on the stream? Yes. 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 I've waited my entire life for this. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The power was within you all the time, Gina. Down to this. This is your moment. Take that chance. All right, I'm just going to sing a random uh, Lady Gaga song. <clears throat> I want your love and I want your revenge. You and me could write a bad romance. I want your love and all your lover's revenge. You and me could write a bad romance. Oh, 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 oh. in a bad romance. Get it, girl. Yeah. Oh, Like, that, that is a proper tune though i love that song don't, don't know why but yeah that song is a proper classic we've, we've talked about bad romance when it comes to another fandom we have yes <laughs> rube's got it for faith jessica's got it for faith mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh faith oh, is like my one and my only 
But that's like a general crush. I'm thinking like <laughs> one episode. <laughs> a lot of love for Faith in the comment section. Oh, a surprise of literally Nora. no one. Yes, and Nora and Firefly. Nora is my favorite yes. character in Firefly. You know, I've got to say that was that was going to be my second choice. If I couldn't have said uh, Fred, I would have said Anara because you know who was everything in um, the dance. So it's not called the dance. It's called the one where, they, where Mal ends up having a duel. The, the 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 party or something. The ball. But right. yeah, she looks amazing in that whole episode. We've got a viewer question. How much of the recorded podcast makes it into the podcast <laughs> final version? Seems like quite a bit would get left on the cutting room floor with all the cracking up and joking. If I'm yeah. not there, you guys are out of control. <laughs> Can you please talk about the one where we all just couldn't stop laughing? I would say on average, as a serious response, Matt, yeah, cuts, yeah, yeah. Matt cuts 30 to 45 minutes off of our f- foolishness. Yeah, um, that's, and, that's and he saves some of it. He saves it for outtakes, and some of it's just us being very silly. Shindig, shindig, crazy Chris. Right. You rock. Shindig I, was the one. I would also submit as a short-term character, Gwen Raiden was hotter than hell. Oh, oh hell yeah. yes! I kind of feel like we need to do kind of a split of recurring characters that are unfeasibly hot, and then short-term, like yeah, kind of shag marry kill type situation. Yes. Oh. Next right. time. Next time. We have a question from Reginald. Sorry if this has been discussed in previous episodes. What's everyone's favorite show from Joss? Mine is Buffy. The mythology characters, uh, character development are perfect. Kelly? Buffy, because the Slayer is the ultimate feminist icon. I'm going to keep that short. Um, Buffy, because everything I ever wanted in any sort of television show or film or book or anything is in that show. I mean, you, you can't really say anything other than Buffy. It's not only is it an amazing show, but it's the only time Joss actually got a chance to tell the whole story he wanted to yes. tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think of all of the shows, I think Dollhouse had the most potential. And if he could have got the chance to tell his full five season arc... I have no doubt believing that would have been my favorite show, but we got kind of one and a half seasons. Yeah. So just because it's the only show that actually ran the full length, it's got to be Buffy. Um, I would, I would say that about Firefly, Firefly for beyond Buffy, Firefly, that first half season was brilliant, right? Just brilliant. Um, If you count Serenity as the finish out for that, you know, it was one whole season or two. I think he meant it to be two seasons, uh, was amazing but Buffy's my favorite I, ha- I have a Buffy tattoo Buffy B first first tattoo I ever got so Buffy mm. forever there's a second part of Precious's question really really quick she asked also what's the recent big news of me and my sister getting an offer <laughs> for a tv show one day and where does that leave her in the never nevers podcast so I'm crazy and I like to multitask and do way too many things that I can't handle <laughs> um so so me and my sister have a few months to write it and we write very fast and we write together. So um, us having a script offer, I'm still going to have my part-time job. I'm still going to write the script. I have to write other scripts for another production company that's interested. I have another podcast. I'm trying to do music again. So yeah, it won't change anything. I'm just sweet, girl. God, I'm just crazy. You know, our next message is from Alvin from Victoria. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, um, hey, Victoria. 
in Australia. Oh, oh, gotcha. How can we, can we expect to ever see Joss's World War II movie? You mentioned that there's, uh, that they're signed for five years, but the Nevers looks like the World War II movie is on the back burner indefinitely. Um, I know he wanted to do a war movie or a war musical. And then I heard him say, I don't know if this has to do with the World War II movie, but he said Hamilton pretty much tanked that. So I, I, if they're related, I don't know if it's going forward. If it's different, I I have no idea where that is in development right now. Probably way on the back burner because of Nevers. Another message from Precious, this time for um, Ty. Do you have a uh, favorite from the multitude of excuses used for why you didn't have a Twitter account? And if so, what is your favorite? I also <laughs> kind of want you to repeat the sentences you had such a hard time saying in the last episode. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, we laughed at I'll, I'll start on the first part of the we question. We laughed for ten minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm, I, I was oh, genuinely God. having trouble breathing during that. Trying to say that line, I'm I'm pretty sure if you want me to survive to the end of the podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna have to just leave that line unsaid. But it it did feature the words Willy Wanker and rhythm. So I think it can be forgiven. And it was actually a sentence. <laughs> it, it, it was a proper, it was a full sentence. It was just I feel like utter, Matt, Matt that filth. just to mess with your head, man. 100%, yeah. But like getting to the question that I can answer, that is a great question. I, I mean, I, I have to say the last, the one that kills my social media jokes, when I, in the um, anniversary special where I, pretended to have a Twitter and then beeped out the address. <laughs> so, not only is it just just perfect trolling, but also like it was so funny. I was like, you know what? I have to actually get a Twitter account now because there is no way I'm going to be able to beat that joke. Like after that, I either have to just stop making jokes or actually get a Twitter account. So I mean, yeah, I had to do it. Uh, I was listening to that episode on public transit and I just fucking cackled. (laughs) I was like, like, he's going to give it. Oh, (laughs) Uh, honestly, Tyke, I think that's my favorite podcast moment of this entire year is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with that. I don't know. I'd still like him trying to say that line with Wanker and Willie with a straight face. He just, he could, he was oh, yeah. like, never mind, and almost fell off his chair laughing. And uh, even looking at Tyke laughing made me laugh. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it sounds one, but when you're watching him try to hold it together, like, I was, I was made gone. Gina and I lose it. So, <laughs> okay. One for Kelly. Uh, out of all the horror movies that you have watched, which iconic horror character would you be? You speaking of thirst, would you be most likely to go out on a date with? That's from Precious. Well, I would go on a date with Jason Voorhees. What? No, I was expecting. He's a horror icon. Jason Voorhees is the strong, silent type, and he's big <laughs> and he's strong, and he wheels that machete at phallic symbol very very well and he can keep he's gonna keep that mask on please because he's a decomposing zombie and no he's hot i have read erotic fan fiction about jason and liked it oh can you send that to me (laughs) (laughs) gina question for you on screen what type of scripts do you like writing 
Oh, this is hard. Okay. I mostly write drama and biopics. There's something about biopics that just like, those are my favorite kind of movies, like Amadeus. Um, the Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford is my favorite film of all time. If you haven't seen it, it's really long. Uh, watch it when you're not tired. Watch it when you have time. It made me fall in love with film. Um, so biopics. But I also love genre, like Buffy, like watching Buffy changed everything. Um, so my sister and I are also writing a Sherlockian TV pilot. I don't want to say who it stars. I don't want anyone to steal the idea. <laughs> it's female fronted. So it's really cool uh, writing like fight scenes and like Victorian women being awesome. And, it, and it's crazy because my sister and I had this idea and then the Nevers was announced. Um, but it's okay because I'm going to love it. And obviously I love this world and yeah. So drama, biopics, and genre, and women being awesome. Okay. We have a question from Rubina. Ooh. And we have one plus ups for everybody wanting to know. There are three or four other people in the stream that want to know what our favorite song from Once More with Feeling is. I'm under your spell. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's, oh. Tara singing just like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Gives me life. Gives me life. Something I feel like they should, have, they should have done a bit more. My one criticism of that nigh on perfect episode there should have been a little bit more dancing because there's only like two dance numbers and even then they're like quarter dance numbers and you can see tara's got the moves yeah the others don't really seem to but tara at least is a Buffy triple had the moves Buffy had the moves some weird moves i don't know who choreographed that that's kind of a weird dancing scene dance herself to death right so yeah. it's kind of like a takeoff on the red shoes um, that was my favorite song, Something to Sing About. I thought that was an amazing song. That is a great one. When I first heard that song, and that's my favorite too, um, I was like, oh my God. I was like depressed and I hadn't written music right. for a while and I hadn't sung. And then when I heard that, I'm like, holy crap. Like when she when she does the breakdown before the before the next bridge and reveals where she was to her friends. I I mean the song itself was incredibly effective, but the reveal to Allie's face in that oh was unbelievable. I have yeah. chills. I have chills right now. It's so distressing that episode and that reveal. Isn't that why Sarah um agreed to sing? Is because she's like, that's like the most important line of like my character is that reveal. Yeah. So I have to do it. Like Yeah, Sarah did not want to do that episode. Yes, a lot of a lot of uh agreement in the chat there. I, was, I think I would have to say my favorite is the one that no one has yet mentioned. And it's uh, Let Me Rest in Peace, Spike's song. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not predictable. But I've got to say, I've got to say I'm going to have to agree with Chris that Walk Through the Fire is a very, very, very yeah. close second. Yep. Oh, JT Gamer, yes. Feel free to send me your details on acting. All right. This is going to be our last question because we need to wrap this up. So, other favorite badass females from TV, not in the Whedonverse? Oh, I have one. I do too. <laughs> Cindy Bristow from Alias. All of her costume changes and she would kick people's asses in a kimono with pink hair. Hell yeah. Cindy oh, Bristow's a badass. Um, has anyone seen the HBO's Barry? Yes. I love Sally. She does not give two, I'm not going to say the word. Um, she's, <laughs> she's very selfish and self centered. And that's awesome because there's hardly any female characters <laughs> there's hardly any female main characters that are like that usually guys get those kind of roles so um and i think the actress sarah greenberg's like 
amazing. So please watch HBO's Barry. She's awesome. I'm trying to narrow it down because I know. I know who it's going to be. We <laughs> all know who it's going to be. Who do you think, think it's going to be? Uh, something <laughs> from Orphan Black. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> We know each other too well, Tyke. Yeah, I, I was—I thought you might say Xena because I do love a bit of Xena. No, I know you but, love Xena. Or, or possibly but... Starbuck, but no. I mean, thing is, trying to pick the best member of Clone Club is impossible because they're all amazing. Not only are they all great, they all—they're all great in different ways. They show different ways that a person and a character can be strong without kind of treading on each other's toes. And it's just—it's one of the most kind of deftly written groups of characters i've ever seen and i don't understand why the show doesn't get you know in my own subtle way i think allison is the biggest badass because she's the biggest prig that had to turn into Mm -hmm. a badass you know what i mean Uh, yeah uh, ali gets a lot of love as does kasima i mean gun to my head if i had to pick i'd say helena but i just think she's hilarious but i mean (laughs) of of course she's a badass fair point (laughs) kelly uh let's see i've been i've been racking my brain a little bit because i just i feel like my life so far has been so full of joss whedon shows um i would say um rosa diaz from brooklyn 99 nice because i feel like i am rosa diaz rose is amazing Um, and I'll, uh, the other person I would say is Vanessa Ives, um, Eva Green's character in Penny Dreadful. I really got to rewatch that show, but I loved her so much. She was a fascinating, deeply troubled, powerful, interesting woman. And I hope to, Jess and I hope to do uh, Penny Dreadful um, on our podcast in the, in the near future anyways. But I would, I would stop about those two. Good pick. But just to address to address two questions in the chat at once, uh, I didn't say Sarah Connor or the Hound because they're not from TV shows. They're like Sarah Connor's technically from a film, and I is from a book. So I imagine the others. She's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's originally a book, and she's better in yeah. the book. So. All right, so. Thank you guys once again. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a blast. <laughs> we could talk for another ten hours. Uh, thank you. To all my co-hosts, Heather, Kelly, and Tig, um, feel free to uh, share what your social media is. Um, I'm Heather. Uh, I'm HMB at um, TNP on uh, Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook at um, Heather Malone. I own Mayors in Black is also on uh, Facebook if you want to come find out about the little tiny horses behind me. <laughs> the little tiny horses. The little tiny <laughs> Um, for me, I'm on Twitter at Gredner, my last name. My other podcast is called Ice Spinner Podcast, which is a semi-academic uh, horror podcast with a dash of feminism. We tackle tough subject matter, but also we have a lot of fun. And so if you like horror movies or the horror genre, please check us out. The project name is Spinsters of Horror. We're spinstersofhorror.com. And check out Horror Spinsters on Twitter. Yay. Crazy Chris has a comment for you, buddy. <laughs> she did, but she, eh, so, so did I, but she started as a film. <laughs> That's the point I was trying to make was that they they weren't TV show origin characters, and if we like, I wanted to try and narrow it down as much as possible because there's just so many amazing answers. I had to like keep it short. 
<laughs> I then rambled on for like 20 minutes, but I was trying to keep it short. Trust me, it would have gone on longer if I hadn't. <laughs> Tyke, where can we find you? On Twitter now. In a cave in the deep of a forest. No, um, I am on Twitter and I'm Tyke at TNP. It's T-A-H-E-G-A-T-T-N-P. I post lots of comic book reviews and this and uh, some music stuff because I work at a record label. Um, and you could find me <laughs> at Gina Gemini, Gina, and then Gemini is spelled G-E-M-E-N-I. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I also have started a new podcast. It's a, about an anime and it's Fruits Basket Dub Podcast. Um, on Twitter, it's Fruits Basket Dub. So please follow if you want to get to into a new anime, which is amazing. And please find... The Nevers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube. Please subscribe. We would really appreciate it. And for more Nevers-related content, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at HBO The Nevers. And we also have a lovely website, HBOTheNevers.com. We have awesome articles written by these three lovely people. I have not written one. I promise I'm a writer. Uh, and please send comments. Those <laughs> cool. <laughs> comments or questions to the nevers podcast at gmail.com and we also have a patreon high five me, high five me. <laughs> um please support our patreon as well uh visit patreon.com slash the nevers podcast we'd greatly appreciate it because you can also listen to our thoughts on dollhouse if you are a patreon supporter mm -hmm. We've just started season coming, two, and yeah. it's got insane. So you definitely want to hear. And coming after Dollhouse is Firefly. Yes. yes. If you want to know our lovely thoughts on those amazing shows, please support us. And thank you guys oh. again so much. Go ahead, Tech. So you, you can also find me on YouTube at The Dragon and the Hound. I meant to, I meant to say that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's reviewing. <laughs> if for some strange reason you want to listen to me talking about TV shows more. For some strange reason. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> you're awesome. All right. Once again, thank you guys so much. You're thank amazing. you guys. And thank, thank you, you so much. Bye. All right. We'll talk to you soon on the next episode. Ste steampunk. Stay tuned. Steampunk. 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 <laughs>